Hello, and thanks for listening. Welcome, welcome to the Alignment Unleashed podcast. I am your host and anxiety transcendence coach, Samara Lane. And today I want to go back to the basics and help you better understand how can you tell if what you're thinking or experiencing right now or in certain situations is actually anxiety if it's actually coming from like anxiety, fear, something like that within yourself um, or not, (laughs) and really also start getting clarity on discovering and tuning into where might this really be stemming from within yourself. Because so often when we're having fears, we are projecting it onto external things in our environment, unconsciously making it have meaning or significance about things outside of ourselves or thinking that is the cause. And the real truth is, if we are actually triggered, there is something within ourselves that is asking to be looked at and loved and healed. So let's dive right in. No idea if this will be a short or a long episode, but let's just see what comes out. So first things first are is how can you tell that it's anxiety or fear? And here's here's a few ways. Number one, like I hinted to already, do you feel triggered? Is there a sense of unease or dis-ease in your body? Now, anxiety and fear usually are different from other emotions like anger or grief or sadness or shame, for instance, even though they can all be related and kind of one can express itself as the other, etc. But anxiety and fear are different in the sense that there is often, but not always, um, a physiological reaction or response or sensation in your body, right? So this is really our nervous system getting dysregulated, going into that fight or flight response, right? Fight, flight, freeze. So for me, for example, there's often some amount, whether it's low grade or really intense, some amount of like tension, tightness, constriction, um, sensations in my body, often somewhere in the region of like my throat, chest, stomach, somewhere in that general area. Um, It can also, of course, give us other physical sensations um, like increased heart rate and dilated pupils and sweaty hands or things like that. Um, But that feeling of like tightness or tension is often um, a big piece of this. But really, if we're on if we're looking at like, the level of the mind, that's where I think it can be a little bit more tricky or just need a little bit more discernment sometimes of wondering like, is this true for me? Or is this actually coming from some kind of fear? Like, is this something I want to actually listen and take heed to and take seriously? Or is this just my fearful mind going into anxious thinking? And so some questions you can ask yourself are, have I ever experienced this pattern before? Is this a pattern? (laughs) Is this something that has happened? Have I experienced this line of thinking before? How long has this been going on? Right? When did this begin? Um, Another question, and really, like, have we ever found, like, for instance, with relationship anxiety, right? Should I stay with my partner? Do I really love them? Okay, how many times have you probably thought that same thought or some version of it? probably millions of times because you 
on average, the human brain has 60,000 plus thoughts in any given day. <laughs> and so, and most of them are on repeat, like a broken record. So chances are you've probably thought some version of those same thoughts millions of times. Has your mind ever found an answer that it stayed satisfied with? Probably not, right? Or you probably wouldn't be here still working on your anxiety. It still wants to come up. Um, are the the other some other great um, clues are to learn about cognitive distortions and start using this as a way to filter your thoughts and go, hmm, how, like really, how valid is this? Could this be distorted thinking? So, for instance, catastrophic thinking, right? Um, like uh, if it's if you're working in your business or you're selling something or you're doing something that you're passionate about, like in your business, for example, one used to be for me that I would like put one email or one social media post or one offer out there like one or two times. And when no one paid for it, I thought, oh, no, I must be doing something terribly wrong. What if this is all a waste of time or what if I don't make money or et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? So that entrepreneurial anxiety side of things. When in fact, if I just went and looked back at the facts, <laughs> what are the facts? Just because something didn't work the first time or the second time or maybe even the third time you tried it, right? If it's like an email or social media post or whatever, doesn't mean the thing will never sell or your life is ruined or you'll never be able to pay your bills ever again or you're immediately homeless now or um, you're a failure and you don't know anything about what you're doing, right? And it may be that you didn't do anything <laughs> incorrectly. It may just be... Um, uh, um, a sign of, are you really committed to this? Are you willing to keep trying and tweaking little things and, and doing and trying new things or just sticking with something, right? So again, um, noticing, might these be some catastrophic thoughts, like going to the worst case scenario, as soon as something looks differently than we wished it would or hoped it would? That's a, that's a catastrophic thought. That's a cognitive distortion. Or um, all or nothing thinking, also known as black and white thinking, is a really common one. Um, so like with our relationship, it could be, oh, um, I don't feel attracted to my partner today. In fact, I feel really repulsed to them right now. So I must not even want to be with them anymore right? It's like, actually, there's some gray area there. We can, our, our attraction often ebbs and flows. That's okay. That's normal and healthy. That's not a bad sign. Just because you don't feel that in this moment doesn't mean you'll never feel it again. That's all or nothing thinking. Um, and there's so many other types of cognitive distortions that we could go into, but those are just a couple to look at, right? Or um, let's say, parenting. That's also one where I've had triggers in the past because I associated being a good mom with self-worth when I started this journey of becoming a mom years ago. So I, you know, if someone gave me a suggestion of like, oh, hey, um, uh, you know, here's a tip for your parenting, I would immediately take it as, oh my gosh, I would do mind reading, okay? This is another cognitive distortion. I would do, quote unquote, mind reading, where I was like assuming things about their intention or about what they must be thinking, even though that isn't even what they were talking about. Like, hey, like, here's a tip for something that helped me. And I would go, oh my gosh, they think I'm a bad mom, 
They think I'm a terrible mother. I must be embarrassing myself. And oh my gosh, I'm not a good mom, right? So you can see where that was really coming from. Um, so there's lots of different examples of, of where this might pop up in our lives, but those are some of the most common um, cognitive distortions that we see. And so we can just hold up the like notice when you're feeling uncomfortable, our bodies. Um, unpleasant sensations are often like a little alarm bell telling us, hey, there's probably some fearful thoughts going on because our body sensations and emotions are a direct result of our of our thoughts and our thoughts are a direct result of our beliefs. So whether we're conscious of those beliefs or not. So we can kind of work our way back, reverse engineer and get clarity on that. So next time you're having a fearful response to what you think might be, you could stop, pause for a moment, think about what are the thoughts that I'm thinking right now and hold and hold them up to what are actually the facts in this here and now moment? Is that really a realistic expectation or quote unquote idea that I'm having right now? Is that actually realistic um, and based in indisputable fact? <laughs> or could there be a cognitive distortion? Does this sound like mind reading or um, all or nothing thinking, black and white thinking or catastrophic thinking or any other co- cognitive distortion, right? So those are some great tips to think about. The one other piece I want to leave you with today is getting curious about where it might really be coming from. Sometimes it's very clear and obvious, right? Like, oh, me mind reading back in the day around were people thinking I was a bad mom. It, I mean, if I reflect on that for even a small amount of time, it's easy for me or, or pretty quick for me to come to, aha, uh-huh, that's coming from my own insecurity, this my own belief or fear that I'm not a good mom, right? Um, but some of them are much trickier and um, convoluted, and there's a lot to tease out. So I'm not saying that has to be the case. You can get really, really skilled and good at this. This is what I help my clients do in my private work and group programs like Alignment Unleashed and others. And so here's a little tip that you can take with you right now here today. When you are experiencing, you've noticed the pattern or the fear response, and you've noticed what the thought might be, is ask yourself, if this really had nothing to do with the quote-unquote problem at hand, if the problem wasn't really the problem, where might this actually be coming from? Where might this actually be coming from? Is there an old belief or a should or a rule that I've had? Is there a deep-seated fear or insecurity? Is there something around this where I've equated it with not being safe or secure? And so my mind is going into the, into the fear response and my body's gone into fight or flight because my mind has made it mean something about my safety or security, either from like past experiences in your life or just things that might still be kind of lingering that you're still working through in your own inner work. Where might this really be coming from? Another way is to drop into our emotions and drop into our body for a moment. Take some deep breaths. Close your eyes if helpful in a you know quiet place without distraction. And just notice in your body, what are the emotions you're feeling? What are the sensations? What might those emotions be? Do you feel sadness, fear, grief, panic, shame, guilt, um, anger, frustration? What might those emotions be? Confusion, overwhelm. And then you could ask yourself, where in my life have I felt this way before? Or even what's my earliest memory of feeling this way? 
because sometimes, oftentimes, in fact, this is really our inner child who is feeling dysregulated and scared and needing us to soothe and comfort it, soothe and comfort them instead of thinking through and ruminating and worrying about things or beating ourselves up. It's really this aspect of ourself, whether it was from childhood or a day ago or a year ago, there is this wounded self within us that's not you, but it's an, it's an aspect of our human psychology that will be there with us for as long as we're alive in this human form in this body. And that wounded self is really like tugging on your pant leg going, please look at me, please pay attention to me. I just want to be seen and heard. And please, can you give me some words or an action or anything to help me just feel a little bit more safe and loved and accepted in this moment? This could be like hugging ourselves. This could be some self-soothing, reparenting with some loving words. It's okay to feel this way. I love you so much. In this moment, you're so safe. You are always, you're already enough. It could be like the sky is the limit, right? It could be anything. You can ask the emotion, what do you need from me right now? And try practicing giving it that, right? So that's what I want to leave you with today. There's so much here that we even just scratched the surface on. I know these are going to be some amazing um, takeaways and next steps that you can actually apply practically into your everyday life. If this was helpful and you've been loving the podcast and you haven't left a review yet, um, please uh, feel free to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Um, it means so much and it really helps the podcast get out to more wonderful listeners who can benefit from this work. Um, if you haven't shared the podcast recently or ever and you know someone who might really um, enjoy it or get some ideas from it, then please feel free to share it. And if you're looking for more in-depth support, you can always reach out to me at samaralane.com. All my love. Till next time. Thanks for tuning in to Alignment Unleashed. <laughs>